Yes, there are regular customers, regular employees. To hell, maybe. Or AKA, this, AKA the Cellar Dwellers. Cellar Dwellers. Studio. Yep, uh, this is our studio. Definitely uh, not one of our living rooms. No, but this is we've recorded here many times. Don't tell them that. Shit. God damn it. Stupid. Anyways, this we announced is, it last time. We did announce it, so this shouldn't be a surprise to you. Uh, the film, but uh, this is a little new. Uh, we're we're doing a video. This is our obviously. Face, by the way, face reveal. Oops. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. We're so sorry. <laughs> uh, and we're going to try to coincide with the film Hotel Inferno, as we mentioned last time. Uh, we are going to try uh, some uh, hellishly hot wings, maybe. We're going for a theme. Yep. You might say. Uh, these are Hell's Kitchen brand hot sauces. Thank you to Brittany's mom for the Christmas gift. Uh, very, Shout out Brittany's mom! Big, big time. We love it. Uh, I'm excited to try these. Uh, we, I'm we're, curious. We're big Hot Ones fans. We we know what we're doing. Oh yeah, we are also <laughs> completely aware that we're ripping this off. But uh, might as might as well uh, go with go with success. We figured if we were gonna do a video and, and show you our dumb faces, we would give you a reason. Yeah, and you might see us cry. And we if, don't know. And if and if this is just an audio episode, you would just hear a lot of. Mm. We want mm. you to see our faces while we're. You're probably doing gonna it. hear me say a lot of. Uh, Ooh, got a little kick to it. And I'm going to be mad every time he says it. Just a yep. heads up. So will Hannah. She's in the room. <laughs> that is true. She'll get mad as well. So we'll have some teamwork over there. Uh, I apologize. Christian has a, a great mustache right now. I, hey, you're clean. I was a little surprised. I did I did cut my beard uh, a couple days ago. Just out of boredom. It's fucked up. Uh, I do appreciate you calling this a great mustache, though. I totally mean it. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it wholeheartedly. I so mean it, dude. Uh, yep. But yes, this is... From the bottom of my beans. See, that's why I can't take you seriously. Yeah. Anyways, we don't necessarily have like a, a plan as far as when we're gonna start eating. Nope. Should we just take a bite of the first? Yeah. Let's one? let's just jump in before we go into the movie. Exactly. Let's set the this tone. Is, this is our intro for this. This is a uh, Chipotle chocolate hot sauce by our our love Gordon Ramsay. Oh, Lord and Savior, you might Lord say. and Savior. Also, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Lord and Savior. Let's just. I want to shout out my shirt. Yeah, it's really sick. Uh, for the for the podcast listeners. Check out the video. Check out the video. Check out the video. Uh, It says, let's summon demons. It's a bunch of kids and a pentagram. Uh, Shout out to Seth McKay, my good friend who gave me the shirt uh, recently. And follows the pod on Instagram. Big fan. Uh, One of the many, many fans that we do have. Yes, we have tens of them. 
Ten. That's, that's right. We have ten of them. Ten. <laughs> Plus a, f- a few, maybe. Plus we have a few stragglers, yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. overseas. It's wonderful. Yeah, a couple ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just point out this is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, so we yeah. we were wanted we wanted to build the mise en scene for you guys, film students. You know, you know, we want to throw out the pretentious. The walls are this color fun. because it's how they were when we moved in. There's no meaning behind it. So moving forward, <laughs> let's try the uh, Chipotle uh, chocolate hot sauce. All right, Gordon. swing. Ready for you, Gordon? Let's give it a fucking shot. Wow, that tastes like chocolate. I get the chocolate immediately. That's weird. That is weird. Not bad, though. I don't hate it. Mm-mm. The, the spice... You said prior, I think I'm going to hate this. That's true. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Fully expecting to hate it. Yeah. So with uh, with this first bite, let's dive in to a little background on why we picked Hotel Inferno. Yep. If you're familiar with one of our previous episodes, uh, Adam Chaplin... Um, don't necessarily listen to it. Don't necessarily <laughs> listen to it, uh, or listen to it and don't watch the movie. Let's say that. Don't watch the movie. The movie's not what you would call good or even very fun. And it's uh, not short either. No! <laughs> which is a big factor. Which Hotel Inferno has going for it. Yes. This was only like an hour and 15 minutes long. Prime length. Perfect. Didn't need to be a minute longer. Um, we saw a lot of potential in Adam Chaplin. Incredibly like, low budget. Yeah. Horrible writing. Yeah. Truly a plot that made no sense. Yes, whatsoever. Uh, with too little special effects, too much bad exposition. Yeah, right? exactly. So, but we did see some potential there, and... They've made a million movies. And they've... <laughs> Necrostorm. Necrostorm, the, the production company. We, we want to promote Necrostorm a little bit. We, yeah. we, we had fun with this movie, yep. and I think we're, we're into them now, despite how bad Adam Chaplin Yeah, is. we really didn't care for Adam Chaplin, but this one uh, piqued our interest. It's a first-person uh, horror film of a contract killer, essentially. A hitman. A hitman of, of sorts. Point, yeah. uh, is sent on a hit, and it slowly starts to unravel that uh he is actually the target more or less and it's to put him through pain pain lots of pain they say that a lot it's it kind of it it kind of has like a hellraiser vibe of it's like the sadomasochistic of just like pain and pain feeds pain brings power to her and we don't know who her or she is because the the british voice over the phone Let's get the dubbing, the voices out of the way. This is an Italian movie. It's an Italian movie. Necrostorm is an Italian company, right? Yep. And kind of like in Adam Chaplin, the dubbing is... Hilarious. Hilarious and atrocious. And not purposefully funny. The main character's (laughs) voice, the accent, is beyond confusing. It's like a South African trying to do a New York, like, Brooklyn accent. Yeah. It's it's awesome. And it doesn't drop the entire film. It's so funny that... We were laughing immediately. Imme- the second he started talking, I was like, I cannot believe this is the audio that is in this movie. Uh, so he gets to this hotel. The, the whole movie takes place in this hotel. His perspective. His first person perspective. Yep. His name is Frank uh, Z- uh, Z- Zamoas. Zim- it was like Mimosa, but with a Z. Zamosa. Zamosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, hilarious name for a... Clearly foreign person trying to do a New York accent. And he keeps talking to his uh, girlfriend who seems like a real ball and chain. Uh, and her name's Honey. And she's... With a smiley face. With a smiley face. Hi, Honey. It's fantastic. She hates him. Yeah, until the end. Is that like a... We'll get there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so he enters the hotel. We get only expository dialogue. He, he basically... Is, we're seeing him walking through the hotel. Yep. Um, he's speaking with a British-accented... 
man uh, yeah. through the I guess his faceless will never you don't see him once in the movie he's represented by like a little TV like a little portable and essentially TV. this British guy is his uh, benefactor like the person yeah. who hired him yeah. for this job and he's kind of throughout this these first five or ten minutes he's kind of explaining the rules of yeah. this of this hit oh we should note that the very first thing we see in the movie is someone's throat getting slit very graphically that's true uh... with no context and then the movie just kind of <laughs> starts and it's it's gnarly. It is gnarly. Like uh, it's, it's quite gross. Yeah, they the the most effective effect until the end. I said prior was wow, they're really good at throat slits in this, which an underrated quality yeah. in a horror movie. So now that we mentioned the first gory bit, let's jump in the second wing. Good idea. What, which what, what, what this we got? is the sriracha hot sauce. Uh, so I'm I'm expecting I'm gonna like this one. I like. We should say you like hot. Things. I like hot things. My guts don't. I am. I think I'm the opposite. I don't necessarily like. And you have things. a steel stomach. I can eat yeah. anything. I yeah. think. I think. I don't want to speak too soon. Thankfully, you don't have to work tomorrow. Yep. I had you have the day off because you didn't. You say you had to call out sick one day after eating hot wings. Yep. Where were 100%. they from? Uh, they were from Corner Tavern. They were a uh, green chili wing of some sort, and uh, I had hot brown rain for a full night and a day. And if and, you uh, need to ask what hot brown rain is. <laughs> Don't. Use your imagination. You can figure it out. Uh, definitely more of a kick than the chocolate one because it's sriracha. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty good. It's that's a good wing. Mild wing. I don't necessarily think I would order that. <laughs> I would. I was literally just thinking like, oh, I would buy a bottle of this hot sauce. From Gordon Ramsay? From Gordon Ramsay directly. Himself. Well, him and I, you know, we're, we're pretty close. So We should say we are currently watching the latest season of... Hell's Kitchen. Yep, in real time. I, I caught up. I watched all... I, I've mentioned this many times on the pod. How, it's been your palate cleanser. Like, it's been my palate cleanser for like four months. <laughs> um, so from here, we he ends up in his hotel room, and the mission starts. So the, these rules that he was given are very specific. Yeah, yeah. He, he was told, it has to be silent. He can't let these No guns. Targets. It's a couple, a man and a woman, mm-hmm. uh, in, staying in the hotel. Uh, no guns. Has to be quiet. You have to smash their head in, steal their brain. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it was like stay quiet, uh, don't no use guns. guns, and then smash their head in, steal their brain, and their guts, and their guts. That's like that was just a tack, tacked on. Yeah, he's like, oh, and their guts. <laughs> we because we're gonna say this eventually. This movie is very much a video game. This I've not. We neither of us have seen Hardcore Henry. Uh, the only IMDb trivia fact on here outside of the director as a cameo is that this is the first ever first person full movie in first person and I think that fact's on there because it predates Hardcore Henry by like two years and they so wanted like, to we did that, it first they wanted to make we that did it first. <laughs> uh, we haven't seen Hardcore Henry after seeing this I'm very interested in I would seeing love Hardcore to Henry. see Hardcore Henry after this um, I feel like it's going to be a bit more competently made than this just a little bit just a, just a hair I'll ask you this question how many sequels does Hardcore Henry have? zero how many sequels does this have? three and we're going to watch. I mean, I I think it's safe to say that we are uh, excited to watch more of these We movies. are. Necrostorm sold us with this flick. It yes. actually worked for us. It's not... <sighs> Temper your expectations uh, because it's incredibly low budget. Try to have fun. Try to have fun. <laughs> That's Go the in, best laugh way at, we can say. Laugh at the dubbing and just come in for gore. If you're here for gore, it's going to it's going to deliver. It's like a little bit more serious Riccio. Yeah. Uh, it, it takes itself... So very seriously, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Which leads to the humor. Of course, of course. And and I do want to say, uh, the dialogue, not just the dubbing is, is bad, but the... Literal the, writing. The writing... is terrible. A lot is maybe lost in translation, because it's an Italian movie. Yeah, I, yeah. We don't know anything about this movie, and so it's... Can't cool. find anything. There's Literally, no Wikipedia for even the, the production company. A complete mystery for most of it. So, any questions we have, unless we get some Necrostorm people on the pod, which... I'm down. I'm I down. Love, I would love to talk to Julio DeSanti, Emmanuel DeSanti. I wonder if he's still buff, like in Adam Chaplin. Ooh. So buff. Uh, who who directed this one? I believe it was... Julio. Julio, yeah. The, they're brothers. So yep. Necrostorm is two Italian brothers who, I guess, love anime and violence? Apparently. That's what it seems like. Yeah, because Adam Chaplin was just like a live-action anime, yeah. and this is uh, in the most violent video game you'd ever play. So we're looking at, on the screen, that we have the... the uh, poster on there. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it calls itself the first splatter movie in first, first person, person view, which is a, yeah. a bad, poorly translated way of saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, we'd like to note that the poster uh, positioning for the title uh, they do it two different ways. Hilarious. So if you read it the way that we're looking at it now, it says Hotel Inferno. Just the it's like. The H is over the I, so it reads down, and that doesn't make any sense. But if you look at it how it was uh, on the in the film... The title sequence. The title sequence, it says, Potelli Inferno. <laughs> it, it really kind of plays into the Italian. Yeah, I think that was on purpose. I think that's how you say hotel in And Italian. honestly, I'm impressed that it took you that long to get an Italian accent. Honestly, me too. I don't even think I did it while we were watching. That's growth. Yeah, that is growth. Wow. Nah, fuck it. This, this podcast is good for us. <laughs> it is. We've come a long way. Our therapists are, are, probably love it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I, I don't even talk about what we watch no, anymore no, in no, therapy, no. They don't need man. to know. They don't need to know at all. Uh, so from here we see the uh, the hit, the guys that are going to be, the couple that's going to be hit. The He goes in and just immediately, he gets these weapons. Okay, he's given these weapons. Let's talk about those real They're quick. They're gross. They're weird. They're like almost organic. Like they're made from organic material, made from like bone or flesh or something along those lines. Video drum pops into our heads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The kind of weird like long live the new flesh. Yeah, those weird kind of weapons that just kind Mm. of meld in. I don't know. For the record, neither of us like Video Drum. We're Cronenberg boys, but we don't like Video Drum. Video Drum's a bad movie. We love the store though. Yes, forever love Video Drum. Yes, support support local business. Yes. Uh, so he goes in there with this weird, fleshy, bony hammer. Flesh hammer. Flesh hammer. Oh, that's pretty sick, dude. That's a good band name. Is that from Green Room? Maybe. No, that's no. Flesh Wolf. That's Flesh Wolf. Well, Flesh Hammer can go in to kill Collins. Hey. Boom. I like a good crossover. Uh, so he uses this Flesh Hammer, bashes this woman's head in, takes her brain out. It's gross. We see it. You see it happen. <laughs> it's. I mean, you can tell it's fake, but it's it nasty. is. They, they put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. I, I think I respect that. I do. The The... Ne- Necrostorm pretty much just seems to be a bunch of people who know how to do practical effects for no money, and then they make a script around that. I, and that's a cool movie. I'm movie. down with it. <laughs> yeah. I will literally, if you tell me something is full of practical effects, I will watch it. It, it, it makes, it adds a whole layer of just fun to a movie. Yeah. So he kills her, gets her brain, uh, goes into the bathroom to get the guy, and there's just a fuck ton of expository dialogue. Most of which we can't hear. Understand we, we at all. should say there's no subtitles. There's no subtitles. <laughs> uh, pretty much everybody aside from the British dude and the main character, you can't understand what they're saying because it's really muffled. And honestly, you don't necessarily need to. You really don't. Just go along for the ride. Basically, he, he opens the shower curtain, sees this disgusting dude just He's laying... He's like, got no nose. Laying in, yeah. the, in the bloody water. Uh, yeah. He keeps... Uh, you said bloody water. Let's eat a wing! <laughs> oh, <Christ. laughs> this is... 
We love a good segue here. <laughs> this is uh, the green chili hot sauce. I think this one's going to be hot. I'm a yeah, I think worried. it's going to be a little spicy. This is just turning into a mukbang. <laughs> no, we would need to eat like a hundred wings each. Don't tempt me. That's actually pretty good. It is pretty good. Yeah, that's not as hot as I expected. I, I, I sequenced these without tasting any of them in how I thought their heat would be. The sriracha one was hotter than sriracha that. Sriracha one was much hotter. Interesting. We, we would switch these, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for future, we would switch yeah. those. Uh, so the bloody water. Um, <laughs> Great transition. Yes, thank you. This guy just gives a bunch of dialogue, expository dialogue that we don't understand. And the scene's just gross because you're just sitting there watching him bleed. And more barfing blood. Barfing blood. What he's doing is scratching the back of his oh, head. Oh, his hair keeps coming off. But and there's like yeah. blood coming yeah. out of his scalp. The effect is very impressive and, it is. and nasty. It's one of the best ones in the movie, um, for Qu- sure, because it's disgusting. Question. What is grosser, this scene or the gummo bathtub scene? That's for you to... You, that's for you to... You I mean, the obvious answer is gummo because the, a chocolate bar in a bathtub... And the gummo, is, gummo is way more horrible. real. Like, that that kid could be sitting in that bathtub eating spaghetti with a piece of bacon on the wall right now. And, 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 and that makes it worse. And that makes it worse. Yeah. So, yeah, the gummo one is yeah, worse. True. So, from there, our, our protagonist uh, pukes. What this guy does, the, the dude in the bathtub, basically explains that... Uh, you're in hell. You're in hell. He welcome to hell. This is when things take a, a turn that the hit is not just the hit. Yeah. Right? Uh, welcome to hell. You're going to start to become like me, this grotesque monster. Uh, then he shoots him in the head. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. Way more blood in the bathtub, bloody water. And uh, then the then he pukes a lot into the uh, sink. It, and it's an extended puke scene. And I hate to say this, but the texture is realistic. It was on point. And very gross. Yeah, it was... Visceral. It was nasty. Yeah. Uh, one of the grosser parts of the movie, and this movie is full of beheadings and brains exploding, and the puke was one of the grossest I parts, mean, for sure. Throw up is an easy thing to make look gross. Yeah, and they they succeeded. It was sure. yellow. I just want to point that out. Like it was, it looked like like bile. We're we're eating, man. We're eating right now. Come on, this is a delicious meal <laughs> served by Gordon Ramsay. We, yeah, he's in the back, just going. Fucking don't talk. Oh, we should mention Gordon Ramsay is our DP. Yeah, yep, yep. Just kidding. Uh, our DPs are are very talented and beautiful partners, Brittany and Hannah. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome, madam. Boom. Thank you. Uh, and then from here, it's pretty much, he just kind of goes from room to room in the hotel trying to get out of the hotel. The British guy continues to kind of sporadically give narration and have conversation. Basically, he's just a bad guy. He's a bad, rich guy. Yeah, and he... We never see his face. Never see his face, and it's very funny because he calls the main character an idiot, like, 450 times. So many times. It's like, you fucking idiot. Just like over and over and over. He's like, idiots like you won't figure this out. You and your stupid head, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, again, they might not have all the words, all the English words, yeah. you know, to, to express. A lot may be lost in translation. Exactly. And our main character just says, fuck you, a lot. There's a lot of, like we said, there's a lot of video game in this and it's like they and there's a lot, and so with that it's like Duke Nukem. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like they pulled sound bites from like, Duke Nukem. Exactly, and yep. so there's really so many different influences in this movie. Whether it's video games, uh, we referenced at least like ten movies as we're watching. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, whether it's As Above So Below, The mm-hmm. Descent, like there's so yeah, just many certain things. scenes definitely pull from that, and that's to the credit of the movie. Like if it made us think that, then it's doing something right because we like those. movies. It knows its influences exactly, and, I, and I, honestly, 
I wouldn't be surprised if those guys hadn't seen any of those movies because it seems like they live in their own goddamn world, their own fantasy world. They don't know. They don't know how movies are made because we've seen the camera movements make no goddamn they also sense. Don't, they don't know how people speak. They don't know how people speak. <laughs> they don't know how relationships work whatsoever. Because Adam Chaplin's also a relationship movie, technically. Listen, they they love a good love story. What can I they, say? They love love. <laughs> they love love. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Necrostorm, telling the next rom-com series. <laughs> oh, God. Hotel Inferno 4 is the... Uh, is the uh, when, when Satan met God. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, um, from here, he's going from room to room, and he, <laughs> he enters into this room that's just full of plastic wrap. His head, head, uh, head to toe. Uh, floor to ceiling, plastic wrap. And this guy, this random dude, just pops up, speaking gibberish, we think, because we have no idea well, what's fucking going on. might up. as well be gibberish. And our protagonist is like, oh, I'm just, uh, I'm a customer. Uh, I'm just uh, trying to find my way out. Uh, With his, that, that accent? It's is, pretty good, it's right? Fairly, fairly accurate. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and the guy that he ran into just starts attacking him. He, he's got like a lead pipe and just starts beating the shit out of our protagonist, who then also conveniently finds a lead pipe, a la a video game. This is a pretty cool fight scene. It is. And then he beats the fuck out of this dude with this pipe. Like, takes it, like, blunt end and starts hitting his head with it. It's mean. Basically, yeah, what, what we get over the next few sequences is just these random dudes kind of getting thrown at our protagonist. Yeah, more or less. Uh, or, as the British guy says, my guys. Yeah, the British, the, 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 all of these dudes are, are basically this British guy's, like, Henchmen, minions. Yeah. yeah, like, they're, they're just nameless. They're to do his bidding. Like, they're not demons, but they are all misformed and kind of I mean, in the credits, they were all, like, pretty much whatever weapon they had was their name. That's true. Chainsaw dude. Chainsaw dude. Giant woman <laughs> was one of them. That's true. Uh, and when, when that one popped up, we were just like, that guy's got big breasts. Apparently, it was a woman. <laughs> We, it was a suit. It was, really it was blatantly tell. not a real body. <laughs> it was a hilarious. It was like a weird, yes. like foam suit. So but, I'm looking uh, at my notes as I was as as we're as we're going, and I I forgot that I wrote down optimal glove removal technique. All right. Okay. Which, so this is when he uh, during one of these confrontations with the henchman, he gets stabbed in the hand, stabbed right through the hand with a knife. And it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Uh, he then kills the guy all one-handed from this point. Goes, cleans the wound. Then he has to get out of this door that won't open because there it's locked electronically. And he basically MacGyvers. He MacGyvers this thing to zap the door, but he got a glove. And uh, so he could open the door after he zapped it and it didn't shock him. Uh, I'd like to also note he takes the shocker off and zaps a dude's head until it explodes. Pretty gnarly. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then he opens the door and it's a very menacing stairway down. Honestly, this is when it kind of turns into the descent a little bit. The descent and as above, so below. But let's talk about the glove removal. Yeah. So, well, you you pointed it out and I was just like, damn, you're right. That was cool. Like, I've never seen... Okay, so basically what happens is he's wearing this glove. It's like a, just a felt glove. Yep. And he one-handed just kind of like whips it off and grabs it in the same motion like that one of the cooler things i've seen <laughs> yeah I, I couldn't do it i had to make a note of it yep optimal glove removal technique he didn't use his he didn't use his jank hand once and what one thing that i think i noticed when he when you see the other hand that was stabbed it's definitely a fake hand 
Oh, for sure. And so that makes me think that he's just using the other hand as the as camera. As the camera, very likely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm like... It would make sense because none of the camera movements make sense. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so I kind of respect that a little bit. He's like, I'll throw a fake hand in there and just make it gush blood because it's God. stabbed while my other hand is just using the camera. Hey. Do what you want to do. Yep. And then he descends. From here, it's more or less he's in hell. It's very cavernous at this point. This is when the, the descent and as above, so below vibes yeah. are very much like prominent he's so, just kind of going through these rooms it's, it's super dark all the lighting is weird so let's do a shot to that oh yeah of a uh, whiskey habanero hot sauce a whiskey habanero yeah huh so this is second to last we've got one wing after this we assume this one will be pretty hot mm-hmm. not up front not hot up front but I think it's growing Maybe. Tasty wing. We'll see if the heat comes. I haven't disliked one yet. No, me neither. I mean, what do we expect? It's Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Have we told you that he's our Lord and Savior? I do want to say, speaking of Lord and Saviors, uh, we couldn't watch this movie on Tubi. We could not watch... Great segue into Tubi. The one... Very disappointed in you, Tubi. Uh, We still want that money, though. We still need that money, Tubi. Um, Yeah, the Necrostorm shit's hard to find. Like we said, they are an, an enigma. Yeah, incredibly for... low budget. Uh, we obtained this film through secret means, and uh, I own Adam Chaplin, unfortunately. But, uh, <laughs> you own the wrong one. I own the wrong one. I should have bought this one. But I couldn't find this one. I couldn't sure. find a copy outside of their website, and we're in a fucking pandemic, so I'm not ordering anything from overseas right now because it will never show up. Yeah. Um, Another thanks again, COVID. Yeah, fucking thanks, COVID. God. Thanks, Obama. So uh, we uh, here. Here's just a, it's just like a medley of just henchmen popping up, henchmen popping up. The chainsaw guy pops up with just intense murders. Just intense. He well, okay. We did forget to say that he one armed broke a dude's arm earlier before he's at the door. That's that was true. pretty sick. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I do say, during this sequence where it's kind of disorienting, he's kind of just running around fighting people. Yeah. But he also is carrying a flashlight. <sighs> a bit of a weird one. It's got three beams of light coming out of it, and none of them are illuminating shit. It's just like three dots. Three dots that don't help you see anything. I, tell me the purpose of a three-pronged flashlight. Um, I think that what happened, what happened was... <laughs> That they needed more light, so he took three small flashlights and taped them together. He's like, this looks cool. This looks cool. And then uh, the batteries just continued to slowly die because you can't see shit. Let's assume that they were thinking that. Yep. I'm going to say it was practicality. (laughs) They had three flashlights, and they figured we could make this one. Yes, true. Later in the movie, he has a bigger flashlight, and uh, it's one beam of light. In one shot. In one shot. Camera moves, comes back, all of a sudden, not only is the light color different, but it's back to the three. Why? It's hell, man. Yeah, man. You're right. It's You're hell. right. Don't question it. Love Don't is hell. It. Love is hell. Shit. This is a love story at its heart. Oh, him and honey. And what's better than a, a love interest that doesn't even have a name? Her name's Honey. You trying to tell me Honey's not a name? In the credits, it's Frank's girlfriend. Are you fucking serious? I didn't notice Dead that. Dead serious. Oh my god. Frank's girlfriend? Yes. Oh boy, I love that. Okay. Exactly. Alright, exactly. that's fantastic. Yeah. That's phenomenal, and I didn't notice that. So true love, 
exists. Julep <laughs> does exist. You've uh, we've got Colby's girlfriend and Christian's girlfriend, Frank's girlfriend. It's great. Yeah. Um, uh, from here, the this is where we get introduced to the little TV. <laughs> yeah. Of the British guy, and the British guy is more or less, "You stupid idiot! You're in hell." He, yeah, he's just talking shit to to our dude this entire movie. Yeah, it's like <laughs> through, you dumbass. Through a mini TV, like you can't see anything. It's a blank screen, and his henchmen are just kind of carrying it around. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that one guy specifically is carrying it around. His name's Gamora. It's kind of hard to keep this keep everything straight in this because of it's. Nonsensical. See, this is why I took notes, and yeah. I have some great notes. Okay. Up. Okay. So this is kind of the the sequence that really takes on the video game. Qualities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, he he finds a map, literally a physical map, under a dead body. Yes. Much like you do. In yeah, and he keeps games. like he finds weapons. Like that chainsaw was just on the ground that that guy picked up. The moment that he finds grenades, mm-hmm. like these hard synths come in, and yeah. it's like it literally the movie is telling you. That he just leveled up. Yeah, shit's about to happen. He just finds yeah. grenades, and then it's just like... It's just like... It, it, get, it gets me excited. A lot of it felt like... The music in this was actually pretty good. Impressively good, because yeah. we expected it to be horrible. <laughs> yeah. Expected it to be really, really bad, but... Um, uh, it changed a lot, depending on what was going on, and I have to say the ones that we noticed the most were the synth, and every time that popped in, I was happy about it. It was cool. I think I'm just a sucker for a good synth, synth soundtrack. Like, too. it just sounds cool. It, yeah. it adds a whole element to a movie that... Agreed. I think it's interesting. Um, so what I have next is... Uh, DJ, do you have DJ Khaled written down? That's up here. Uh, DJ Khaled gutted. Oh, yeah. Uh, DJ Khaled's in this movie, and he gets gutted. Uh, a Hot Ones guest. Uh, yeah, he... he he bitched out at the this. only one. He bitched that, out at Sriracha. The only one that quit. Yep. <laughs> Not the only one. Jim Gaffigan quit too. Jimmy. Yep. We won't. But quit. he quit later when they actually got hot. DJ Khaled quit on wing number two. I, if I can handle Sriracha, that makes me happy. You handled it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So explain how he dies. That's, a, that's actually a pretty good one. DJ Khaled getting yeah. gutted. Uh, was was that what the cha- was that the chainsaw dude? Yes. Yeah. So. Not only does he get gutted by, uh, was it the knife? That weird flesh knife thing that he had? I think so. He gets gutted by that, but then our protagonist, Frank, picks up the chainsaw. You think he's going to cut his head off or something? This is, a, this is a different kind of kill. He goes, like, oddly diagonal, like, through his face. And we, as I think as the scene is going, we both assumed we knew exactly how it Yeah, and I was die. like, oh, no, I didn't... Haven't seen something like that before. I love being surprised. Yeah, and that was a surprise. Unfortunately, it didn't linger on it as long as I wanted to because I wanted to see the it effects. Was, it was cheap. It was cheap as shit. But uh, for the split second you see it, it was it was it was startling and very cool. Yeah, and and which leads me to the next uh, kind of bad guy, maybe even mini boss, you might say, in, in keeping with the video game yeah, terms. Yeah. Uh, Let's just say that his outfit is maybe Hot Topic inspired. <laughs> yeah, uh, to say the least. He had very... What did he have tattooed across his tongue? Oh, that's TJ Khaled. Oh, right, right. Had, that was TJ Khaled. He had Benny Vinny Vici tattooed yeah. <laughs> across his stomach for some reason. Uh, it's like he's Italian or something. Uh, did you know DJ Khaled's Italian? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's DJ Khaled. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so moving, uh, <laughs> he gets outside. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and? And uh, he has... Oh, the, yeah. the, the dude has a fucking chain wallet weapon. Yeah, it's fucking great. And it is awesome. Yeah, and it really inspired us. Okay, there's no wallet actually attached to this chain. I like to imagine that there but, was. But the chain is very small, <laughs> like a and chain wallet. And he kind of pulls it out of his wallet area. Yeah. Uh, so we are now determined to write a incredibly violent film that the main weapon is the chain of a chain wallet. Kind of like, did you ever see the movie Ninja Assassin? I fucking did. Super violent. That movie's crazy. And he has that kind of chain weapon. Yep. Imagine it, a wallet at the end of that. Damn. Uh, that was produced by the Wachowskis. Fun fact. I didn't know that. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, it's fun. I remember enjoying that quite a bit. Um, I also want to say, staying on the chain wallet, man. <laughs> yes. Um, so eventually Frank takes the wallet, or the chain, wraps yeah. it around his neck to around a tree. Around a tree, yeah, yeah. And what he does next also surprised us. He basically... Pulls his body away from it, beheading himself. Yep, and then continues walks toward to, Frank. And it is cool. That that that's the best beheading in the movie for sure. Like it's it's the one that looks the least touched up digitally and most unexpected and most unexpected because I, yeah, who would have guessed that he's just going to behead himself? No, and continue and then try to kill Frank further. Yeah, this was when. Um, this is a, another kind of level up. He gets the shotgun next. Yeah, well, we see, like, before he gets outside, he's in this room, we see a guy with a shotgun, so you know it's going to come into play. Yep. Uh, and then this guy dies because I think he stepped on one of the grenades. Uh, Frank's just throwing grenades. Grenades are going off like crazy <laughs> during this scene. He booby-trapped one grenade. No, that he blows up the giant woman. It turns into Rambo a little bit here. A little bit with, yeah. yeah. This is, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. No, no, like straight up. It definitely takes a Rambo turn. Yeah. Uh... uh and he ends up with a shotgun. He shoots one guy like five times he just, in the same area without any changes until his head explodes. Yeah. I think we know how guns work. I mean, obviously, obviously. we know about drugs. We know about guns. Uh, how impossible it is to have sex in a vehicle. Exactly. And we know uh, about guns. We should be an advice podcast. Yeah. Send us your questions and we'll answer them. Celldwellerspod at Gmail. Send us your questions. Just ask us literally anything. We'll, we'll, we'll give you an answer. I will give you an answer. We will answer it. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it's about. So this is kind of this is one of those uh, sequences where he's just kind of shooting people with these shotguns. Yep. And this is very Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is like exactly what I yeah, was yeah. It's like, get some. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like it is yeah. very silly, very fun, very entertaining. It is. The, this movie is very fun. For how bad as it is, it's not boring for a second. No, and the the beautiful sweet sweet runtime is to is gets all the seventy nine minutes seventy nine or seventy seven minutes oh, I think those two minutes would have been too, too many two two minutes too long. Um, after this he gets knocked out. Yeah, again taken captive. Yep, and this is where we see the TV on the table. We see the guy with the weird face. He's lighting candles for some fucking. He's reason. lighting candles for the next fifteen minutes. Holy shit! He lights like seventeen candles on this table. This is a sixteen big... candles on this table. And uh, this the the British man is just waxing poetic about how great he is it's and not how a bad expedition. Pain rules all, and <laughs> he keeps mentioning she. There's she, a, there is a yeah. she that he is trying to power. He basically explains his background a little bit. He comes from a family of collectors. He yeah. calls himself, and so we assume he's just like a rich like sat- satanist like dude who's trying to. Capture a demon? We don't something along know those lines. He's he's out of the country. We yeah. don't know what fucking country. But he keeps mentioning this country. Yeah, but they all... mention they. He dogs on Chicago. Oh yeah, he calls Chicago a trash or a garbage city. Yeah. Which I, I mean, was born in Chicago, so uh, rude. Julio Desanti, if you want to fight me. <laughs> 
But it was like of all the places to like be like fuck that place. He's like Chicago. It's like where is this supposed to take place? It's all very vague. I mean, hell, hell is everywhere. Hell is hell is right here before us. Hell is on. Hey, right, we got a pentagram bell right here. Let's just give that a ring. We just summoned some demons. <laughs> Room service. <laughs> demons. Yeah, that, that's the, that's what you used to check in at the hotel inferno. Oh, I love it. Yeah, when love the it. when the receptionist is, and then there. you never check out. Yep. Because you win hell, baby. Exactly. So he, from here, he gets out of this scenario. Basically, starts, at the the dude in front of him is drawing this horrible pentagram. On yeah, the wall. in in blood. Someone's getting tortured next to him. It gets his throat slit. Another he, another good, very good throat slit. Yeah. He gets uh, a cup of his blood and just starts painting pentagrams and upside down crosses all over the place. And I fucking love upside down crosses. They're like kind of my thing. Uh, but these ones look dumb. Honestly, they're bad upside down. How crosses. do you do a bad upside down cross? I don't know. They did it. You know what would have been cool if he did one of those cool S's. Oh my god! Yeah, he should have done a very. What cool do you think S. would be summoned? Add this. Add this in post of me doing it in the air. <laughs> Can you do that? Uh, do it. Look, this is how it goes. That's it in post. Do it. You got it. Sure. Yep. Boom. See, it's right there, right now. Answer my question. If you're if, just gonna add clip art. If during a ritual somebody were to do a cool S out of blood, what would be summoned? Shrek. I knew you'd work. I'm Shrek. not wrong. I knew you'd work Shrek into this podcast. Shrek or the Slime Man? Slimer from Ghostbusters? No, the Slime Man. Who's the Slime Man? I'm the Slime Man. So we're just summoning you? Yeah, baby. But I'm covered in slime, head to toe. Like it, Frank and Always Sunny coming out of the couch. Yeah, I need to be clean. <laughs> yeah, I need to be pure. That's what he. <laughs> That's what he gets. Covers himself you in. Said uh, he, you re- started rewatching Always Sunny again, right? Oh uh, yeah, a while ago, but I fell off of it again for Hell's Kitchen. I mean understandable yeah sorry so yes he he escapes this this scenario yep uh starts going through hotels i don't this part doesn't seem as significant because it's leading until we meet her the the demon the demon the cover of the movie makes it look like it's someone getting shot in the face and that's why their face looks like that but this person this demon's face just looks like that and honestly for a poster for a movie it's poster, it's cool it is very shocking. Yeah, it's 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 graphic. It's it's bordering on um, something like the Driller Killer cover. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, this would have been a this video would have been a video nasty easily. Easy video nasty. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he ends up back in a, a, a isolated hotel room. Uh, she is outside. She breathes fire. And we see sparks. We see constantly. her for a second, uh, and I like to. She's never given a name. Yeah. And so I like to refer to as to her as the Galrog. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Lord of the Rings fans. We are, of course. So, Big. yep. I think that's pretty funny. I think it's, <laughs> no, and, and it's and it's apt because she's essentially just walking around menacing and blowing fire. And then Gandalf shows up and says, "You shall not pass." And then they fight for yep. miles as they fall throughout into the into the mountain. He does fall. He climbs up into the ceiling, and she burns that shit down, and he falls out instantly. We just found another influence. Boom! Let's have a wing to that. Last one, Last Ghost one. Pepper. We're on the we're on the demons, so we might as well Should go for the hottest one. Should we eat the one. whole one? I'm gonna do it in one bite. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this in my mouth, and I'm gonna eat it. Cheers. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. <laughs> oh, that one's instantly hot, hotter than the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Ghost Pepper one. <laughs> instantly hotter than all of the other ones combined significantly so with that 
My eyes are watering already. Yep. <laughs> With that, we um, he gets caught again, and there's just a fuck ton of dialogue, and his hand just gets smashed to shit. Best effect of the movie. Oh hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Best effect of the movie. His hand gets smashed to shit. His pinky gets all overlapped. We were just told four minutes. Yeah. So I'm saying about three minutes probably now. Okay. His hand gets all fucked up. We're going to speed through this shit. <laughs> and uh, uh, he gets out of it again. Somehow uh, escapes. I'm eating and taking another bite. You, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, go yeah. on. No, no, no. Uh, um, I do want to say there's a moment here where we get the worst effects of the movie, and I don't know if you remember, but those smoke effects. Oh yeah, they were bad. Like straight up in like the black smoke and shit. So bad. Yeah. So bad here, but a very gnarly moment when he gets captured again, and his hand is just hammered over yeah. and over again. It's it's fucking gnarly, and then it essentially ends shit. Ah, uh, oh I no! Just oh no! Uh, it ends with uh, essentially a jump scare of her like kind of coming at him, aka the camera, right? And then boom, credits. And that's it. And that's it. That's Hotel Inferno. That's the hottest wing. That's pretty hot. For sure. Yeah. I feel like I'm in hell. <laughs> we did it. On the last wing, we finally got some spice. Hotel Inferno. Hotel Inferno. Recommended if you can track it down. We don't necessarily know. We don't know. Where, but we want you to watch this. We do want you to watch this. Because we want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to try to get the sequels as well. Do you remember the names of any of them? Hell no. And I didn't write that down. We don't have time to look that up. I do. We do have some time. And I do want to promote a little bit of something. Ah. So, we do have... Um, oh, look what we have. Ah, I'm upset. See, that's a good upset. Upside down cross. You want to talk about this? Uh, the, uh, buy my shit online. Uh, Workofhark.bandcamp.com. Uh, that's my stuff. Uh, music and zine. My lips are burning. Yep. My lips are sealed. Are you just waving goodbye? You're not going to say goodbye on the audio podcast? We're the Cellar Dwellers. We're the Cellar Dwellers. Thank you for listening. Bye. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. <laughs>